0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Video Gamer Podcast number 474. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm your host, Josh Wise, joined, uh, as our often am, by, uh, by Rich Walker. Richmond, hello.
1: Hello, Josh. How are you? Hello.
0: I'm not too bad. I'm yeah. not too bad. Yeah. I've, I mean, the last sort of, I'd say like two days, mm. the weather's been sort of annoying because it's like, yeah. I still remember the heat wave, and so yeah. I'm thankful for anything under 30, but at the same time... It's creeping up there, you know. Yeah, I think and it's twenty-eight it's, today.
1: Yeah, I don't, and it's I don't got want that.
0: It's got that humidity though, as well, yeah, which is sticky. so much worse. Yeah. So you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep cool and, and carry on, sort of yeah. thing. I really um,
1: hate the summer. I should just put this out there. I, I really can't stand it.
0: No, it's awful. It it's is awful. Crap. Anyone what likes you'd be- the sun, <laughs> you, you're a fool. What you'd be good is the sort of. Um, Like in The Shining, if you were like the caretaker of The Overlook or something, you'd know, you be banished off into a sort of like winter uh, isolation with a nice typewriter.
1: Yeah, Yeah, Um, I'd be getting my my drinks from Lloyd at the bar,
0: (laughs) having a lovely time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly, yeah. Fun fact, actually, by the way, about that, which I realised relatively recently, only like a couple of years ago, Lloyd the Bartender Mm -hmm. is, uh, is played by Joe Turkle. Who is Tyrell from the Blade Runner film? And he was Tyrell. Yeah, I, d- yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah, put yeah. two and two together. I think it's it's something to do with those big, brilliant NHS-style
1: bifocals. Yeah, that I love he's got. that he's a sort of billionaire, sort of corporation guy. You know, yeah, he's magnate. Still rocking the. It's one of those sort of um, rich man eccentricities, I guess. Yeah, He just loves.
0: He just grown attached to the glasses. He had. They as make a child. him more
1: human than human.
0: <laughs> exactly. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I used to say that yeah.
1: Tyrell. Um, the the law sort of seeps into the real world because he's got those crisps.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, he started, Tyrells. He started <laughs> out
1: with the crisps, and then he built kind of his
0: empire on mature cheddar and chutney crisps, <laughs> did, yeah. and then yeah. moved into synthetic humanoids. More after. crisp than crisp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, well, it's a good way to build an empire. And indeed, yeah. you know, as I've been saying on this podcast for the last sort of couple of weeks, you know, Tacky's Fuego, they're mm. right on it. It's, you know, I was saying last week, if they, although actually... Uh, I'll oh, you, this out. you're going back to these weird sort of pipe-shaped crisps. They look weird, yeah, man. sort of a cylinder. Yeah, it's weird. You know, they must start out with a normal-shaped crisp before rolling it up like a sort of cigarillo. But it's it's yeah. it's um it's bloody good stuff. But we had an American uh, listener... Chime in from mm. uh, from from the heartlands, and uh, they were they were talking about where Takis is in the sort of hierarchy of American snacks. So, mo- right. so more on that later. so oh, that's, that's good news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, I've got some obviously you know trying to trying to stop my crazy Steam purchases, oh. um, and sort of being successful some of the time. Mm. Um, but I did. I feel I'm always I've got my eye out for a bargain. You know. Always, yeah. always looking, always looking for a bargain, and I didn't know. I did pick one up the other day. I sort of said to myself, "I'll be good this month. I'll just get like one or two things, and I'll only get them like if oh, they are like steals." It never works out that way. It yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. But so far, I've I've got like two of the things, right? And only only two, only two games. Well, I'm glad you asked because I didn't know that this existed, but in 2018. There was... Uh, I, I guess I didn't know, because it only came out on PC. But I bought the remaster of Killer7. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that existed. No. I was, I was boxing that up
1: to put in the loft the other day and having a look Madness. at it. Thinking, yeah. I really wish I'd played more of this. Yeah. I found 100%. it slightly impenetrable <clears throat> when it came out. It was tough. Its controls
0: <clears throat> were bonkers. Yeah. Um, and, like, obviously for a lot of people that was their first exposure to Suda51 or Suda mm. Goichi. Yeah. But, you know... I remember it being really good and I like I loved it on the mm-hmm. on the Gamecube back in the day and I didn't right. I totally didn't realize. I went onto the Wikipedia and it was like PS2 and Gamecube 2005 mm-hmm. and then just 2018 PC I was like, oh what? that's
1: bizarre that's so weird that that just sort of released to zero fanfare then I know and like and why the
0: hell wouldn't you release that for consoles? It's mad, and you know what? It looks incredible. Like it's like really faithful, and you know that graphical style. It's like that bright cell shaded, and in HD and stuff, it just looks sublime. And I was like, did they revamp the controls at all? Well, I don't know because I haven't played it yet. But I bloody well bought it, and you know what else? um, It it was was three pound ninety nine
1: for that. I don't understand why that hasn't come to consoles. That is that. See, that annoys me
0: because yeah, like that's tailor
1: made for a console release. That's nuts.
0: Yeah, for sure. Although actually, mm. I'll, we'll wait and see because I will report back on. Imagine if on the PC the controls were just really good and intuitive. Yeah. I don't know if they've done it, if they've like redone it for mouse and keyboard or something. But yeah. um, who mm. knows? I'll obviously, just have controller support. And but I'll play it and report back next time. But I just saw it and I was like, oh, that's a steal. That's what it's like when you hop in on Steam. You just spot yeah. these weird little treasures and they make you research stuff and think. Oh, and that Christ, is why. They- I will never buy a Steam Deck, (laughs) because (laughs) that is just, no. Yeah, for sure, although I was thinking, they are, I was saying this to a friend of mine, they are expensive, Mm. but um, the money that you then just save on games is, like, mad. It's like the opposite
1: of the Razer. Um, structure. You buy the handle oh, well, for cheap and then the blades are expensive. Is exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. It's like that, but in reverse. It's like, yeah, for, for what it is, like the Steam Deck is, I think, a fairly reasonable price considering how powerful it is. But, you know, it's, it's no small sum of money. But then it's like, yeah, I got a game for like four quid though, and, mm. like, you know, other games for like 83p. So, yeah. <laughs> so anything <then laughs> you pence is just crazy. Yeah, a few it's, pence. It's, is, yeah. It, yeah, it's wow. crazy. Like, I texted you the other day when I was on the threshold of getting, uh, was it Rogue Warrior? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, starring uh, which Mickey is Rourke. Rebellion. Yeah, it's Mickey Rourke as uh, Richard Marchinko, the grizzled ex-marine was that? from Black Op. I think he was a Navy Seal or something. So
1: Rebellion developed that, but Bethesda published it. Is that right?
0: Bethesda published it. Yeah, right. and like no one wants to talk about Rogue Warrior these days because it, it was like got critically got a bit of a kick. In. I um, I'm
1: surprised that was a Rebellion game because Rebellion have a reputation for, you know, rock yeah. solid. Robust games. Even if they're sort of at the lower end, they're I still know. good. Yeah. But Rogue never, Warrior I uh, think I've never, heard nothing good about it.
0: No, I never hear anything good about it. But like I and I've got great respect for Rebellion. Like I love mm. it, like, what they do. And even yeah. their licensed stuff, like they made that really, really good um like Resident Evil 4 style game of Miami Vice on the PSP. Oh right, okay. Yeah, just like an over the shoulder thing with like a little red dot sight on the gun and you get, they've got mm. drug dealing mini games and stuff in there. it's just crazy. Like they they've done yeah. good work. But anyway, Rogue Warrior was like one pound seventy on, on Sarsite. So like, Did oh, you no, buy it? Geez. I haven't I haven't bought it yet, it's in my basket. To it does seem me. like
1: <clears throat> a conversation starter. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. if if nothing else, it's gotta be worth that.
0: For sure. i tell you what I did buy, though, on the uh, advice of, I think, you and uh, producer Dan a while mm-hmm. ago, but I remembered it. I yeah. bought um, Alpha Protocol.
1: Yes, I need to go back to that. Mm. I kind of bounced yeah. off it. I, I got to, like, I think the end of the first mission. It mm. felt quite involved, so I kind of... Bounced off it, thinking, you know, I'm getting into this too much.
2: Um,
0: mm,
1: mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like I love, I love, I haven't tried it yet, but I love like what, like what it, what it is, kind of yeah. thing. Like mm-hmm. the Espionage RPG. It's just like a fundamentally cool idea, and it's Obsidian, and they do good work. So yeah, I'll report back on it. I have been mm. playing some Steam stuff, but I'll move that into the what we've, what we've been playing. Uh, okay. Okay. Can, yeah, because I think we're a bit bang.
1: we're a bit light in that section this week, aren't we?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. L- yeah. Yeah. Light and because l- the thing is, I'm playing some stuff that I can't talk about at the moment, which is always annoying when you're you're doing the pot. It's are like, oh, you? Man, well, I didn't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> or do I know about this? <laughs> um, I'm pr- probably not, but I'll I'll tell you when the mics are not as hot.
1: Um, right. Okay. Okay.
0: But. <laughs> but but yeah, uh, but there is some stuff I can talk about. So anyway, <clears throat> uh, we'll have a little jingle mm. and then we'll get into some games. Half-Life 3 already happened and it was called Bioshock. And all of those things that Half-Life did, did so wonderfully well, were picked up by Irrational and that's where it went. Half-Life 3 would be brilliant. When we get it, if we get it, never ever gonna get it. When we get it, if we get it, grumble, grumble. when we get it, if we get it, it's never ever going to, to Freeman. they finally get around to finishing Half-Life, whatever happens is going to be underwhelming. Video games, we talk about them every week, it never ends, we, <laughs> we love do, it.
1: I mean, um, I, I've said it once, i say it again, clues in the title yeah, of this podcast. Yeah.
0: I don't know what you're coming here expecting, to be honest, it, although yeah. you do get lots of extra stuff, so stop moaning, you, you know, get watch.
1: watch yeah, that was um, my, my first thought, loads yeah. of stuff. Pictures on movies and stuff. Rubbish, chat, inane, Inane. nonsense.
0: Yeah, and it's all gold, isn't it? That's the thing. It's all gold. Um, Yeah, so first of all, I have been uh, dipping into some Steam Deck treasures. Mm -hmm. uh, So I'm going to talk about that, first of all. Um, I decided to concentrate on stuff that I couldn't really play before, which is sort of open to me now. Okay. Are you aware of a video game called Half Life? Uh, Is that the one with Gordon Freeman? Yes, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, Crowbars, headcrabs. Yeah, Yeah, the Crowbar wielding scientist. Yes, Mm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I have played Half Life. uh, Played it on PS2 like many, many years ago. Which how was that? as a it, conversion not, it was weird it, it, was, it, it was I think people say generally speaking that was kind of a, a, a like an impressive effort but mm-hmm. it's just not really like possible to get you know all of heart like, like you know the, I think like in on the PS2 one everything was broken up by like crazy loading screens oh. and the controls were a little bit off it had like a weird auto aim system with the right stick yeah. which was kind of a bit odd um, oh, that is
1: weird do you know what though Speaking of sort of PC ports to PS2, I remember really loving
0: Deus Ex on PS2. Apparently that port was like sort of quite impressive considering the limitations, like similar to Half-Life, it was like, yeah, there's loads of loading screens and stuff, but actually they did like a good job moving stuff around. That was one that my mum bought
1: me. It was one of those that I didn't ask for either, it's weird, she just happened to buy me that, and I was like... Wow, <laughs> Fair oh, play. that's cool. My mum bought yeah. me a
0: really good video game. Yeah, it just happens <clears throat> to be a great game. Uh, yeah, I never no played it on that. PS2, so I can't report back on it. So like, how well, was I? Well,
1: take my word for it. It's great. Really good. Good. Good port. I thought. Fair enough. Considering Fair enough. the the PS2's relatively limited power compared yeah, to the PCs sure. at the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, and boy, mm. th- they are in. They are crazy. So I was playing Half Life, and I, as I say, sort of a, a new game to me because I haven't played it in years, and you know. Uh, yeah when I did it was on PS2 but like the graphics are crazy. Uh it's like when you consider what was going on in 1998 and I compare like Resident Evil 2 to to this it's just yeah. laughable. Like the PC was just like so far ahead it was bonkers. Yeah like, I mean
1: I had a demo of it on my PC. And my PC was shite. I had to put all the <laughs> settings really low. But even yeah, running yeah. at the lowest settings it still looked great.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah. and it's like amazing how much it's had, like so much of it just stands up so well like just the atmosphere the way that you're you're kind of immersed the way that you're knocking about blackmail and so much of like what made portal so good is present mm. in half-life even at that early stage you just think oh wow this was like way ahead of its time in so many cool ways but the when action Valve just still to make holds video up.
1: games. Ugh. yeah
0: I know you mm-hmm. <clears throat> know yeah, if, no, the action yeah It's a shame. I was thinking, because next on the list of things, this is a new thing, uh, which, you know, uh, I think is like a Steam Deck exclusive, but it's Aperture Desk Job. Oh, yeah. um, Which is kind of like the Astro's Playroom, but for Steam Deck, it sort of shows you all of the features of Steam Deck, and you play someone who works... Um, at Aperture, uh, although funnily enough you're like stuck behind a desk because you know desk job, but mm-hmm. it just sort of shows you all that you get. I won't sort of ruin it for people, but <clears throat> it like goes into detail or some detail about what happened with Cave Johnson, who's a supporting oh, okay. character. So it's like there's some real treasure in there for like people who love the the kind of story of um, of what they did with Portables. And you got
1: J.K. Simmons.
0: JK Simmons is back yeah good. and like it's really a really funny robot fella's in there as well but it's it works amazingly well for just showing you what the what the Steam Deck can do which is funny because so much of like what the Steam Deck is and what like why it's good is that it it it's a PC and yet aperture desk job sort of highlights its sort of plus points as a little console in its own right and like what only it can do so mm-hmm. they have weird things where at one point you're in a you're in a prison cell and they have to process you as a prisoner and the little robot lady she's like oh um say your name into the thing So I said my name because I was like, oh, yeah, the Steam Deck's got a microphone, obviously. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I said my name. And then she was like, sign this release form. And I was like, oh, yeah, because it's a touchscreen. So I just squiggled my signature on the release Mm -hmm. form. And then it like played it back to me for my my, like prisoner processing thing. It was like I'll push push the the corresponding buttons on the deck. The buttons that you have on your desk in that game are like the same as the Steam Deck layout, including the little paddle buttons on the back. Yeah. so you have to sort of you know and the premise of the game is fun and silly you you you, there's the, a the little droid fella who is doing silly stuff at Aperture and he makes a toilet with loads of guns on it um, sure which, and it makes you laugh and and it uses the gyro aiming and stuff so you can do some really quick shootouts with other toilets that have weapons attached to them <laughs> but um, <clears throat> it's fun and it made me th- sort of sad and happy at the same time Yeah, because and I think I texted you about this like last week mm. it Valve is just incredible, and they they are of the top... I always forget, like, if you say, you know, name the, name that you know, in, in, at least in sort of AAA development, you know, yeah. name the absolute elite of the elite sort of thing, mm. and depending on your personal tastes, you could choose something like Rockstar, or you could choose something like Naughty Dog, or, you know, com- companies where it's like, you know, the production's going to be insane, the gameplay's yeah. going to be sort of top tier. And yeah. then I, I sort of don't always think... Uh, And this was a sort of reminder, I suppose, that actually Valve are in that top rank. uh,
1: Well, I don't know that they are anymore, are they? Because they don't make anything, apart from this aperture desk job. (laughs) And that
0: that was just the thing. You know, I played this game, and it was Mm -hmm. so funny. I mean, laugh out loud funny. And that's helped by J.K. Simmons. But it's also the writing, you know, and I don't Mm -hmm. know if it was Mark Laidlaw. I I need to look at the credits, but... Just really funny, like I like I, I probably and it's so rare that I'd laugh out loud at stuff in games. I know people always say that oh it's laugh out loud funny and, and I'm always like mm, is it because yeah, probably not I
1: I so, yeah often it's not
0: often it's just not <laughs> often and it's like
1: people-
0: hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like well people say that about like Borderlands and I'm just like uh, I mean
1: that's technically okay. out loud the the. Hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess it's sort of uh it'll make you make an exclaiming noise out loud, but yeah. they wouldn't put wouldn't put that on the box, would they? No, no. <clears throat> but yeah, if this was just an instant reminder of like oh yeah, like <clears throat> when they do it, they do it like no one else is 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 like capable of doing yeah. it basically, like it's just absolute top-tier action and a magic little game to to sort of sell you on a new system. Um mm really really special stuff. Uh, hmm. and then in 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 just the last thing of the of the three things kind of a double whammy for you and sort of fitting the uh that I mentioned Borderlands weirdly. Um yeah. so the two expansions like canon story expansions for the first half-life opposing <laughs> yeah. force and blue shift yeah. both of them uh made by Gearbox. Um, yeah, which is, of course, which is yeah. where it where it got its start. But then Uh, obviously the first sort of thing that Gearbox worked on that was, like, its own thing uh, Mm -hmm. was Brothers in Arms. Yes. And I have been playing, uh, just over the last couple of days, Brothers in Arms Road to Hill 30. Oh, Um, that was a
1: great game. I've got those on PS2.
0: Phenomenal video game. Yeah. And uh, I have to say, like, playing it on the deck is... It was like playing a remake. It was actually stupid. Mm, Like... When you see that... Because I played and loved those games on PS2. Um, but, and, you know, uh, even at the time, nobody... Uh, you, you didn't go to Brothers in Arms for its graphics, did you? you even at the time. It no, was like, it was... You know, um, sort of it was... It was
1: yeah, it was that campaign. It was also the um, the kind of tactical element to it.
0: Uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the sort of sure.
1: suppressing and flanking. And Suppress, yeah. And sort of yeah. you get that
0: situational awareness for you. But I was yeah. playing it on here, and, and, and it was, it, again... Happy Sad, because it was mm. like, oh, wow, Gearbox are so good, like Opposing Force and Blue Shift. And then when they got their own thing, they only went and bloody did Brothers in Arms, which was, for my, in my opinion, yeah. by some distance, like the best World War II shooter mm. at, at that time and, and, yeah. and, and well beyond, to be honest. I, mm. Terrific stuff. Um, But, yeah, there's something about playing that. And just whack in all the graphics up to maximum settings, and it's playing in like 60 frames a second. And you've got Oof. the trackpad, and also, if you want to fine tune, like. When you go down iron sights, I just mapped it so that it activates the gyro. So just being able to do quick, super accurate gyro aiming on it—it it was like playing. When you see that game on PC,
1: <coughs> um, yeah,
0: it, it, I, it. Honestly, it's like someone's done a mad like remaster of it, but it's not. It's just the original game. Wow. it's it's crazy, and it just, yeah, it just made because it, it it made me happy because it's a terrific game, and like one of the reasons the Steam Deck is so good is is as one of our listeners said this a few weeks ago, it's like. It's great for playing older games as, as good as it is for playing yeah. new games. Like, it's terrific to go back and, you know, it's like the ultimate back-compat machine because there is a yeah. back-compat, it's just the same machine. But, yeah, but it also made me sad, personally, and I know that people probably disagree with me on this, but it is sad, like, for me, like, what Gearbox is doing now.
1: Well, they're just a Borderlands studio, basically. It's just right? but it's just Borderlands, yeah. and
0: like not even always that. Like they just did the Tales of the Was it the Wonderlands? Oh Tiny yeah. T- well, that's
1: a Borderlands spin-off, isn't it? It's not, and that sort of is world. Borderlands. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: exactly. Exactly. And then, but Bo- but Borderlands three, I thought was okay. It's it's just. It's sad, you know, they go from, like, amazing heights in the in the sort of early... Well, actually, yeah, late 90s and then early 2000s. And now it's like, oh... Because, get, I'm not a big fan of Borderlands. And I know people probably listen to this going, oh, you know, quit your moaning, Gearbox is still great. But it makes me a little bit sad. I don't know. Is that fair?
1: Yeah. I mean, they, they were going to go back to um, Brothers in Arms, weren't they, with the Furious 4 thing? And that, yes. that ended up cancelled. and. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see the franchise return, but Mm. um, whether it will, I don't know. I remember asking one of the Borderlands three devs about it. Oh, really? uh, Yeah, I think they were like, oh, you know, it's a series that's close to our heart, but, you know. I guess it's tough now. It's a a very competitive market, that sort of Of course, and I don't think
0: Brothers in Arms ever um, set the tills alight, but it was, by some distance, the best, like, critical... um, Mm. If you look at the sort of... Critical reception of like yeah. Road to Hill Thirty and Earned in Blood. Mm. It was like leagues. You know, people were like, "Oh, wow! You know, it's 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 made World War Two interesting again. It's made it what's fun again." What's the second one
1: like, called again? Earned in Blood. I thought the what's the I thought it was the third one. What's the third one?
0: The third one is called Hell's Highway.
1: That's the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Which actually,
0: Hell's Highway ends uh, on sort of not quite a full-on cliffhanger, but it ends with no. Um, really yeah well it, it, sort of it ends with them basically like everything that's happened up to that point that it ends with them saying like it's like the day before the Battle of the Bulge and like it was gonna be I think that in the Furious 4 the sort of the focus of it would be the Battle of the mm. Bulge which was like you know it's a huge key battle in World War 2 and it was like Baker gives like a sort of speech to his squad at the end of Hell's mm. Highway and, and is like ready to lead them into the Battle of the Bulge and we, ne- no. we never got the next game so it's not like a cliffhanger in the sense of like the end of I don't know Halo Two, right? But it, but it is yeah. like a sort of oh well they were definitely had a plan they were going to do and and you know sadly yeah didn't didn't happen but yeah
1: Borderlands happened instead, didn't it?
0: Borderlands happened instead, and they did do mm. all of those um, like there was like Brothers in Arms um, Double Time on the Nintendo Wii, doubles in Brothers in Arms D Day on the PSP, and they were like best of compilations of the levels from the first two games, I think. Um, Yeah, and then a load of like iOS and mobile games that I'd never heard of as well. By the way, Mm. Um, don't know if you like. There's like three Brothers in Arms games on like iOS, but anyway. Really? Yeah, it's a bit. That always sort
1: of um, upsets me a little when a game like that's stranded on a mobile device because I'll never play it. I don't play mobile games. I (laughs) I know. Yeah, (laughs)
0: Yeah, I know. And and uh, what was the what was the other thing? Oh. Also, partly because I was playing Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, and have just played 13, and have downloaded Beyond Good and Evil, I was reminded that Brothers in Arms, published by Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot about that, and number one, again, we're going back to the happy-sad, happy because it reminds me of the amazing time when Ubisoft was taking risks and doing really interesting things and new IPs and supporting loads of games. And then sad, because it's like, that might also be why they weren't happy with the sort of moderate but humble sales of Hell's Highway and didn't commission yeah. a fourth one, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's, a spl- it's the old Splinter Cell thing. It's like, yeah, it sells 2 million, <laughs> but why isn't it 10 million? It's like, mm. <laughs> Well,
1: this is yeah. it, I guess. This Splinter Cell remake will sort of um, make or break the the series, I suppose. If that doesn't do the numbers, then they mm. really will have an excuse to say, "Well, that's that." Like Mirror's Edge Catalyst, you know, with EA, yeah. you yeah, know, they're like, sure. "Well, here you go, then." Oh, it's not yeah. selling. Well, that's your lot. <laughs> You're not getting another yeah. one now. or
0: you guys piping up about it, and there isn't yeah. enough for you to actually buy the damn thing. Yeah, know? exactly. So, um, yeah. anyway, you <clears throat> interestingly me. Uh, have have gone back. Uh, And and rekindled Horizon Forbidden West, I believe. Yeah.
1: Well, it arrived at a time when I was kind of neck deep in, um, you know, reviews and things. There was a lot of
0: stuff. I think at that time it was like Elden, (coughs) pardon me, Elden Ring was either you know the week after or something, and then it was like Gran Turismo Seven as well at the same time. And it it was, it was tough. But
1: I um I played the first sort of hour and a half or something. And then I kinda of left it. My friend came over to stay and he's like, oh, I'd like to check out um, Horizon Forbidden West, I'd like to see what it looks like. I'm like, okay, mm. cool. Threw it on. Hmm. Realised that I really hadn't covered much at all. I hadn't even got to the Forbidden West. <laughs> I hadn't even seen the opening credits. They kicked in. I was like, Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. Okay. Um yeah. yeah. But then I, I played for quite a long time. I was like, oh, this is great like yeah. why why did i leave this like you know yeah. why did i let this fall by the wayside so yeah, yeah i need yeah. to play more of that it's it's great it's such a it good is game
0: great. it is really okay to a cracker and it is i feel bad <laughs> for horizon forbidden west because as many people have pointed out on the internet every time it comes out it's sort of thwarted by a game that is sort of seen by many to be you know revolutionary So, like, you know, Zero Dawn comes out, but then, like, a week later, Breath of the Wild, and now the same thing happened with Elden Ring, and everyone just talks about Elden Ring, which is... (laughs) And I know we had a couple of listeners email in and say, oh, do you think that with things like Elden Ring and stuff, like, it's it's changed the way... It's going to make people not want to go back to the old style? And my answer was always, no, no, certainly not. Like, both Mm -hmm. ways are good and valid ways of doing it. And I think, you know, you need only play Forbidden West to sort of think to yourself... Yeah, you know when there's polish and and clever design, this template still bloody works um, uh, and works really well. Also, that game's beautiful, isn't it?
1: It's stunning. Yeah, I mean, really, really stunning. Like, I'd pause it to take a break or whatever, and just I'd just look at the pause screen. Just the game just paused. <laughs> still, it's like this. Just this. Right, like, the detail is staggering it's it is an amazing looking game
0: yeah it is yeah when I yeah, first yeah. Played, it was like possibly some of the most beautiful graphics I'd seen on a console full stop mm. at that point like it was just like oh wow that's ridiculous yeah. like the, the lighting in that mm-hmm. and what's the engine the um Decima Decima yeah. I mean just the just the sunlight as it hits the fogs over yeah. like the rainforests and stuff It's just like what the I'm hell? not even
1: playing in fidelity mode, I'm playing at frame rate, you know, performance just performance. Mode. Yeah I know producer and Dan
0: um, preferred fidelity yeah. didn't he because of his big I oh, did it, see I'd I come think off so. Zero
1: Dawn playing it in 60fps And when uh, I started yes. playing Forbidden West at 30 I was just like oh I can't do this <laughs> It's tough isn't it, it yeah. is tough Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can get away with it, because it is such a stunning-looking game. It doesn't feel like it takes that much of a hit. Mm, mm. Um, for sure. Yeah. Would
0: you be... Um, how would you feel if Gorilla decided to do something new now, instead of a third one?
1: I'd be up for it. They're an exciting yeah. developer. I mean, I'd even... Almost champion a, a return to kill zone for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'd so love like to go mate, back yeah. to that and do another one yeah. of those.
0: I got a real soft um, spot for Killzone. zone. Yeah,
1: yeah, because yeah, I mean, I know Shadow 4 wasn't great, but sure. I reckon they've got another really good kill zone game in them.
0: Oh, gotcha. And also a they've learned from
1: yeah, the Horizon. Yeah. Yeah, and mm.
0: they've got that engine, like Shadow Fall was the first game to use the Decimer engine, I believe, yeah. and it looked looked incredible at the launch of the PS4. Mm-hmm. Like, I bet
1: it still looks amazing now.
0: I bet it does, yeah, mm. I bet it does. But yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd yeah, I'd, I, who knows, I imagine they'll do another Horizon, because I know it's very successful for them, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. well, it
1: might be one of those things where they do a trilogy, right?
0: Yeah, and just sort of, you know, round it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Right, it's about time mm. uh, to talk news. So buckle up, and I'll get produced out out fill in with, some, with, a, with a little jingle, a little jingle for you. Lovely. I'm your getting me. hub vibe. Yeah. The dreaded hub vibe. Yes. Yes. I'm your getting me. hub vibe. Yeah. <laughs> the dreaded hub vibe. Yes. <laughs> you know I compromise your orangey bit. I'm um, buzzing. I do want one. Um, Don't get your top bit pushed in on. News this week, uh, the big one, uh, which is one of those ones where it's kind of annoying because it happened straight yep. after we recorded the pod last week. So Typical. That's good So up Typical. to the minute. Up to the Classic. minute. Classic. Yeah. So Grand Theft Auto 6 got a, got mm. a report um, from uh, Jason Schreier at Bloomberg who spoke to. Uh, lots and lots of people anonymous, anonymously uh, mm-hmm. off, the, mm-hmm. off the record Yeah. Um, well not off the record no the not record, off the record they might have said to him don't, don't say anything please and he's like <laughs> yeah, he's just- <laughs> fuck that like I'm like Jason Schreier <laughs> I'm just, I can do what I want yeah, yeah. Uh, no he, he spoke to a number of people and uh, there's a number of interesting takeaways takeaway number one is that it's a Miami based uh, setting apparently mm-hmm. um right. which i would uh, vice city would be the smart guess um yeah seems like it's going to be that i mean it, it sort of has seemed like it's going to be that for a while right well
1: so, they've reimagined liberty city they've reimagined uh san yeah. andreas yeah it stands to reason doesn't it
0: yeah it just sort of feels a bit like yeah that's the obvious one um yeah but yeah, so uh, the other thing is that apparently it's going to feature a female protagonist and mm-hmm, um, a lati- Latina woman, and she is part of a uh, bank bank rob a sort of Bonnie and Clyde type situation. Uh, okay, bank bank robbing, you know, um, mm. is, was was so that sort of sounds on the one hand kind of cool. On the other hand, I don't know if um, you're s- switching. Between the, the the two people, so I, d- I don't know if it's if it's just you know, the protagonist is that person and they yeah. are in a relationship with this other person, or you swap like GTA Five, which so I'm not sure yet.
1: I sort of, as much like, as I loved GTA Five and the character switching, I hmm. think it should go back to being a single character. Yeah, I'd prefer that. No, I personally. Agree.
0: No, yeah. I agree. I, I definitely agree. I, I replayed GTA five recently on the the next gen ones, the PS5 version, mm-hmm. and um, and and it didn't. The character switching didn't annoy me as much as I thought it would. It's funny in in, in like in in your memory, your opinions kind of shift, don't they? And then, but then when yeah. you actually play something again, you think, oh, it's not actually that bad. Um, but ultimately, I do think GTA. Uh, most games, to be honest, but certainly GTA. They do work a bit better when they just kind of focus on. I mean, there's a reason why, you know,
3: the yeah. John
0: Marstons, the Arthur Morgans, the Tommy Facettis of the world. They sort of can linger in the, in, you know, in the memory, can't they? Because it's like, yeah, lo- focus on them, you know. Um, well,
1: you you were you know that person for that amount of time, essentially yeah. in that world. So yeah, if you're chopping and changing, you don't have quite as much of an attachment, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's just sort of a bit more bit more fragmented, I suppose. Mm. Uh, very, mm-hmm. very clever system, though, and it was it was incredible how, how it worked to tell that story. It was very, yeah. very cohesive and, and it, mm-hmm. was, it was good. Um, yep. So, I'll just quote a little bit from the report, because there's some interesting stuff in here. Um, early designs called for the inclusion of territories modelled after large swathes of North and South America. Um, the company... Uh, reeled in those ambitions and cut the main map down to a fictional version of Miami uh, and its surrounding areas. Um, Now, also in the report, it goes into detail about changes in the company culture and, of course, the sort of crunch controversy of 2018 uh, Mm. round about the launch of Red Dead Redemption 2. Dan Houser makes his infamous... 100-hour week's comment to Variety or The Hollywood Reporter or whatever it was. Um, yeah. And, you know, a, a sort of furore ensued. So apparently there's been uh, big sort of changes in company culture. And Rockstar has said uh, that apparently the game's uh, map will update over time. Uh, and there Uh-oh. will be, quote, new missions uh, and cities uh, on a on a on a regular basis, uh, which uh, Rockstar leadership hopes will lead to uh, less crunch uh, during right. the game's final months. Um, mm. so, I mean, that's an interesting thing in 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 itself. On on the one hand, you know, it's good to 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 sort of address culture problems, but it's a strange idea. I'm going to have to get used to that idea of like the GTA yeah. map that expands over time.
1: Well. You know? My only concern is that it sounds a little bit games as
0: service-y. I know, that's exactly what I was feeling. You know what
1: I mean? I'd rather they just, you know, spent ages ages and ages on it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just take take as long as you need, and I'll happily wait for a complete game. Yeah. Please. I'd I'd prefer that. Yeah, for
0: sure. Um, Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's lovely to hear. So apparently the people that were speaking in this report said, quote, uh, due to some of the... the, um, Due to some of the changes uh, mm-hmm. that the company implemented in a, in an effort to uh, to improve working conditions, so uh, restructuring of design departments and uh, a pledge to to keep overtime under control, so things like that are brilliant to hear. And, and yeah, obviously, definitely. you know, you hope. Oh, that's fantastic! You know, going forwards and hopefully, perhaps this sort of thing of uh, updating the map after launch, perhaps that might just be this game, and then in future games they'll go, okay, well, we'll ju- what we'll do is. Push because I think there must be an enormous amount of pressure now. It having been, you know, coming up on it on a you know on a decade uh, since the last Grand Theft Auto, mm. so there will be an enormous amount of sort of fiscal pressure to get this game out for a certain right. point. Right. So, yeah. But on that point, actually, um, the elsewhere in the report, one of the uh, people that, that that spoke said that the game was quote at least two years away. Wow. So. You know, that's you're talking late 24, early 25. So, so, so even that, notwithstanding, it is still, you know, quite a quite a way away. Do you um, feel
1: like Rockstar should take on some smaller interim projects?
0: Mm, you know, really between do.
1: GTA's, because they're in danger of just becoming a GTA studio and yeah. nothing else.
0: Yeah, of course, and I appreciate that. Of course, there's you know massive pressure with the the amount of money that they make yeah. and make for Take Two, who are going to be you know sort of clutching at them a little bit and saying, "Give us, mm. give us one of these, give us one of these." But um, you know, history has shown that, that the studios had amazing success with with uh, varied portfolios. You know, something that's nice and linear. I mean, we we, we always talk, don't we, about the old era, uh, the yeah. you know the the era of Rockstar where you might get a Midnight Club. Three dub Edition, uh, you know, the same year that you get a Manhunt, and then the next yeah. year you get Warriors, and then you get Bully the year after that, you know, exactly. so this...
1: That's unimaginable now, isn't it's it? It's
0: unimaginable, isn't it? You mm. think, well, we we, you know, perhaps get a Red Dead uh, next year, or so or, so, <laughs> or whenever, mm. and then the one after Red Dead will be GTA, right? And now, yeah. you know, five years down the line, ten years down... It, 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 it is a shame. On the other mm. hand, I know, you know, the games that we do get are... Um, Un- unsurpassed in their genre. Mm. I mean, they are incredible pieces of work. So, yeah, it's however true. You, however, you want to do it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah, why so. Why don't
1: Rockstar publish anymore, though, either? Because you, you, ju- yeah, you had your Max Payne, Remedy working on Max Payne, you had, you know, other yeah. studios making other stuff for Rockstar.
0: I was thinking, I was thinking, yeah, I'm glad yeah. you said that, actually, because I was sort of thinking, you know, LA Noir. You know, smugglers run. Yeah. Um, I mean, just a great history of also, yeah, yeah. Max Payne, the the Max Payne. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Who could forget Oni? Yes. Yeah. And and uh, state uh, of emergency. Rockstar Games table tennis, although I think they actually might have yeah. made that, or if they didn't, yeah, I think make they it,
1: did. It was the, their test bed for the Rage engine, wasn't it? Oh, before GTA yeah. 4 came out,
0: of course. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's a big. Rep- it's an interesting report. It's. Um, I mean, it, it reminded me of I wonder because the, the 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 code name for GTA Six apparently <clears throat> was uh, Project Americas, right? And I. I suppose that, that sort of chimes nicely with this idea that it will feature swathes of North and South America. I wonder if um, you will have, in the same way as Red Dead Redemption, you can go south of the border into Mexico. I wonder if you'll be able to take a boat and go south into Cuba yeah, or something yeah. like that, because there's a huge drugs corridor there. Um, obviously, you've mm. got the Florida Keys. You've got the Scarface connection, and then of course you've got the Everglades. I mean, Rockstar always wants oh, to do country uh, these I days. So, that. like a huge, like, like tropical wetlands thing that you can go. It would be like Lemoyne in Red Dead Two, but you know, yeah, you know, sort of bright yeah. and sunny. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff that could that could go on, and
1: they could. Um Expand the, the drug dealing uh, sort of enterprise yes. from Vice City Stories. That Absolutely, would be cool. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: And, 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 all, and they so they say they're bank robbers, but who knows? I'm sure you'll be involved in all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 That's just the way. Anything's it on the, the
1: table for GTA, isn't it? Mm,
0: that's it. Mm. So yeah, but so at least two years away. Just something to something yeah to think about. I'm prepared
1: to wait. As long as it takes. As long as good. it's... Yeah.
0: Although, I, and I'd actually rather wait a little bit more and, and just get everything ready. Don't, yeah. Never mind releasing stuff afterwards, you know. Yeah, I'm with, you on, I'm with anyway, you on that. Anyway. Um, mm. Troubles are brewing, apparently, mm-hmm. with uh, yeah. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. Uh, yeah. There's
1: some... Um, yeah. yeah. Bit of an odd
0: one. Delayed indefinitely, apparently. Yeah,
1: that's not good, is it?
0: Yeah. So... Uh, There's a, a report that was, that was talking, about, talking about the game and uh, talking about Aspire, who's the company that... Um, they've done a few things, actually. They've sort of... They've ported... They do a lot of remastered jobs. Episode 1 you know, Racer, they, they, they did. Pod, yeah, absolutely. And they did... Did they do a remaster of Jedi Academy? Jedi Outcast and Jedi Academy, I think, for yeah. the Switch and for other <clears throat> platforms and stuff. Yeah, they've, they've they've got a good sort of just solid history of that. And they're mm. working on it. Of course, this one was notable for being a big old ground-up, you know, remake and stuff, right? Um, yeah. Rather than a so this is like a sort of big thing, but this is a, a another Bloomberg report, and um, apparently the game had been in development for three years already when it was announced. It was announced in September, just gone. Um, yeah. And Aspire apparently created a vertical slice uh, of the game for mm. uh, for Lucasfilm and Sony uh, only last month, uh, but a week later. After the vertical slice, Aspire fired both Brad Prince and Jason Miner from their positions as design director and art director. Um, Ouch. Despite a positive reception of the slice from the developers, the team were happy with the slice, but apparently the studio heads were not. And according to Bloomberg's sources, the studio heads felt too much time and money had gone into the demo over the game itself, and it was it was disproportionate, according to someone familiar with the discussions, and it left the project's current course unsustainable so the estimated timeline um, apparently also caused issues between staff and bosses it was said that they were looking at a 2022 release for it but those on the ground have said that a more realistic target would be 2025 Um, 2025 yeah. Wow, that's quite
1: a that's quite a jump. Yeah. Twenty I was I thought you were gonna say like twenty twenty three. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Twenty yeah. twenty five Wow and those
0: those are sort of peop estimates from people on the ground, so I don't I you know I don't know uh, the the sort of truth of that or what oh, will end up boy. happening with that. But yeah, that's just a that sort sounds of sounds messy. I'm a developer and I'm talking anonymously and I reckon this could be 2025, the amount of work he's doing. But who knows? I, you know, I, I mm. don't take it with a pinch of salt, of course, with these reports. They, they, I'm sure they're, you know, finely sourced and as accurate as can be, mm. but you, you never know behind closed doors, things may change and things may happen. Yeah. So, and they haven't Jeez. commented at the time of that the writing of that report, neither Aspire nor Embracer, uh, Embracer Group's the parent company, neither have commented right. on the report. So, you know.
1: Wow. Well. But yeah, that that a- in itself sort of um tells you a a little something, doesn't it? If it they're can not prepared do. to comment. Yeah. It could be that things are uh, in disarray.
0: Sometimes when things like this happen, companies do put a dampener on it and say no that's not true like we're still we're still dedicated to this time or like last week when naughty dog were like okay let's just put out a big old gameplay video of the last of us because that fella said that there were no improvements and people are worrying so yeah there you go go. have a bit of that so yeah done Yeah. (laughs) yeah anyway yeah um Oh, this one's kind of... I put this one in here, right? Because this one's kind of a small story. But it had me personally excited. I wanted to get your thoughts on this. So there was that new trailer for NBA 2K23... Right. Yes. And uh, and I think you knew about this before because you uh, we were talking a, oh, a couple of weeks ago now actually, but we were we were talking about uh, 2K23 because one of the mm-hmm. things is they got this sort of special Michael Jordan edition because <clears throat> he, yeah. he 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 wore, he wore 23 on his his number yeah. 2K23. It's all um, it's all very fitting. Um, but they're bringing but the one of the big things about it was that they were bringing back the Jordan challenges, which were the, yeah. um, the, the sort of series of you know obtainable targets that you could do from 2K11, where it was yes. like you know basically recreate in this historic game uh, Jordan scored uh, 59 points at Madison Square Garden so if you can recreate that you know how about or whatever this particular thing was mm-hmm. um, my question to you is um, and this is by far the thing that excites me more than anything else when it comes to 2k uh, which is a series I love very much um, does that mean we might be in for more classic teams oh you would because hope so, wouldn't you? If you're doing more Jordan challenges, you're going to have to give us the teams that he played when he did those things. And historically, the reason that classic teams were brought into 2K in 2011 was uh, because those were the teams he did those things against in the Jordan challenges.
1: Well, moreover, if you are having those classic teams, will they be the complete. Classic teams. Well, yeah. Or will yeah, they be missing key players, yeah. much, much <laughs> as to your chagrin?
0: Yeah, in the past? I, yeah. It really winds me up. That you know, yeah. oh, we're at, we're adding so and so. The one that Guys, really got, got me. Guys, you got take
1: two money. You can license that shit. It's Don't mad. It is yeah.
0: mad. Yeah, like the one yeah, that yeah, what yeah. was it like last year when they were, or maybe the one before. They're like, oh, we're adding the the 2010 Trailblazers, and I'm going, oh, sweet. And then it's like, yeah. Uh, we don't have the rights to Brandon Roy, and it's like, but the 2010 Trailblazers were Brandon Roy's team. I mean, that's who they were. So he are not scorer. in it, and so they're not in it then. And it's like, yeah. but so you sort of haven't got the 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 2010 Trailblazers. Do they put then? sort
1: of a uh, sort of um, you know like a Pez name in the, in his place, like Randon Boy or something? <laughs> <laughs> do they do that? <laughs>
0: that's fantastic, <laughs> <laughs> Randy Boy. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah, do they? <laughs> uh, they d- no. They what they tend to do is if they can, they bring a real player rather than you mm. know those weird fake like JPEG players they've got yeah. if they can they'll bring one of the bench <laughs> players and just start them but if Rubbish. they can't then they'll they'll do, they, sometimes they do really weird stuff like they're like mm. yeah this small forward we're just going to force him to play at the two and bump everyone down and our center will be like a weird random guy off the bench and like God. it sort of messes it up but I don't know it was just a thought <clears throat> it wasn't massive news but when I saw it I thought hang on a minute New Jordan challenges might actually mean new teams so something to keep an eye on they usually market it when they've added new teams so you know we'll have a, we'll have a look You know whoever to used to do
1: the um, the sort of fake names in pairs used to take the piss Yeah yeah. yeah you know yeah. Um, the pl- there's a player called House and yeah. someone whoever does the names <laughs> in pairs had called them Maxwell <laughs> So it's like
0: all right, good one. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> I'd have a lot of fun with that if I was in yeah, charge with that. Exactly, uh, that's, yeah. That's brilliant. Um, <laughs> oh, this one's kind of cool. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. So Cyberpunk 2077 and uh, Witcher 3 devs have announced Dark Passenger Studio. Yeah. Um, yeah. That feels like it was a while back, that. I know, it's the classic curse of, like, yeah, when we record the... Po- and I always get annoyed. The GTA 6 one was really mental. It was I was just like, oh, for fuck... Like, I think we'd yeah. just gotten off the mics, innit? Yeah. Then, but, yeah, yeah. Typical. Anyway, in the studio's own words, quote, Dark Passenger is a <clears> Polish, <throat> Warsaw-based game dev studio made up of veterans and fresh <coughs> blood specialists. Uh, yeah. Presumably fresh blood, comma... And they're also specialists, not specialists in fresh blood, because that'd be a bit weird. Um, <laughs> unless
1: they're making a vampire game
0: unless it's a vampire game yeah vampire the masquerade or oh, there's a load of blood in the witcher he's always talking about demon blood and researching that and he yep. loves it yeah yep. true um, the news uh, they they, they, they uh, tweeted it out and apparently they are working on a quote captivating dark world full of mysteries extraordinary characters and tense conflicts that are consuming <coughs> oh, the land of the rising sun so it's they're doing a game mm. that's set in feudal Japan it's in first place Person, and it features oh. P-, P Yeah, I know. There's, well, there's a load of O, oh, uh, in, like in this sentence alone. Right. It features P P V. So first person. Oh no. P V P and P V E multiplayer no. co-op uh. as well. Um, powered by Unreal Engine five, and the developers have also said that the game will include some form of procedural generation. Oh. Mm. Forget it, My, but. Yeah.
1: those are are phrases I don't want to hear (laughs) I know procedurally generated PVP it sounded Uh, like a really cool single player experience and now right I'm yeah. just not
0: interested. Not going to happen. But yeah. it does say you'll be able to scale vertical surfaces using shuko claws, leap over obstacles using a spear, and you get katana's shuriken and throwing knives that'll all be available. So it sounds just like really cool except for those other things that we said. Yeah. <laughs> but what is
1: the thing with procedural generation? I don't yeah. it just makes don't you think it makes environments and levels kind of bland and cookie cutter it has it
0: weirdly for me it has the opposite effect than is often touted on yeah, the back of the box exactly. so I actually sort of end up thinking but all these levels feel the same weirdly yeah. like it, it would have been better if you hand designed to I know it has its uses and some people particularly in the roguelike genre lots of people yeah, swear, like get, swear uh, by proc gen I suppose <coughs> yeah I yeah. sort of understand it in that context but yeah I don't know yeah never ne- never something that really excites me though I know what you mean yeah um, this one's a little bit funny, uh, and I, I guess I'm all for it. So, Sherlock Holmes' The Awakened um, mm. is getting a remake. Frogwares, as well. Oh, I didn't know that was a remake. I thought it was a all-new game for some reason. No, no, the, the, the first one came <coughs> out in 2007. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, and this is a full-fat, sort of ground-up remake uh, with none of the original code or anything. The project was on Kickstarter. Um, it's notable, I suppose, because... If this studio, Frogwares, has always kind of had those two obsessions, it's um, it's Sherlock Holmes, but it's also Lovecraft. <coughs> so... kind of marries those two things.
1: Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, my throat is bad.
0: Oh, dear. <coughs> I feel like I've oh, got wow. a frog in there, mate, and you love frogs. <laughs> I do love frogs, and I'm talking about Frogwares. So yeah oh that's god it's prob- probably what cursed it it's connected I It might be Well and it's also Lovecraft so you might you might have been hexed or something have
1: Cthulhu in my throat
0: Yeah yeah sort <clears throat> of tentacular menace Um oh, man, sorry about that No it's all right but yeah, so if you like The Sinking City, that was kind of already a bit of a marriage of like detective stuff with uh, Cthulhu stuff.
1: <laughs> you, you and I enjoyed that, but for sort of all the wrong reasons, e- didn't we?
0: Yeah, I spent a lot of that game laughing at the fishmen, Fish boys. Fish boys. Apey fellas. And yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, Morton.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was an ape. He was an ape in, in a suit and it was brilliant. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but this is this is interesting because it's like it goes back some ways into Frogwares' history. It sort of, it'll, it all, you know, it'll kind of let you know where their where their two obsessions sort of took root and sort of you know came to fruition a little bit. And Did it, Arthur and
1: Conan Doyle ever uh, touch on Lovecraft in his <laughs> Sherlock Holmes books, or is uh, is he there he a bit <laughs> of flight of fancy with this one?
0: He might have given that a wide berth, to be honest. There's only mm. so much deduction that can be done when you're talking about cosmic, Ella sort of octopus gods. Yeah, you know yeah. that's not logical. I don't think you can really be uh, detecting yeah. a lot of that stuff.
1: Maybe um, um Holmes, you know, goes a bit mad on the opium, <laughs> and this is, this is yeah, what happens. It just,
0: just has visions <clears throat> of like Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. You never know. <laughs> uh, and the last one, and this is kind of cool. This stuff doesn't usually ex- excite me, but I sort of thought this actually sounds pretty sweet. So Sony's revealed the PlayStation VR two. Like the actual sort of gone into detail on some of the yeah yeah, yeah. The headset some of the features yeah. see through mode how good is that I, this is what I was no saying. one ever thought of that it's like genius. Robocop or something yeah. I was like this is brilliant so apparently it's I yeah it's it's called see through mode. Mm. And it, and you just press a button, and little cameras just sort of let you see what's around you, and sort of just project you the image of what's all around. So you just press, press. Rather than taking the headset off, pop yeah. a little button. Whoops! I can just see the room just fine. So yep, yeah, genius. I was, I was loving that. Yeah, you have, uh, never uh, have to
1: take it off. You can live in the headset. <laughs> you can li- just sit you can, there forever.
0: Which is what you'll be doing, right? Just yeah. Uh, I, I want one. I want yeah, one. I I I do. <clears throat> Um, mm. but yeah there's also there's a there's a sort of few other things you can the the controllers that i think they're called the sense or the, something yeah like the controls, are, I yeah. yeah um they also scan the room around you so if, if you get close to any kind of boundaries you, you sort of set you sort of calibrate yourself a little play area mm-hmm. uh, if you want to stand up or <coughs> sit down or whatever you want to do and um they will give you a little warning when you are sort of getting close to the boundary he said um this who was it it was but uh, Takahashi Who's a senior staff product manager? uh, Talked about it in a post on the uh, the PlayStation (coughs) blog. Um, He was talking about the sort of there's two sort of different modes that sound kind of interesting. VR mode, obviously yep which is three hundred and sixty degree one. that's the big one that's the main yeah. one yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, three sixty degrees content in four thousand by twenty forty hdR which is two thousand by twenty forty per eye uh, with mm. a ninety hertz uh one hundred slash one hundred and twenty hertz uh frame rate or refresh rate I should say well mm-hmm. he said frame rate but there's a relationship between hertz and frame rate, but I don't think they're interchangeably the same thing. Mind you, who am I? And that's a senior staff (laughs) product manager, so... Yeah, yeah, he probably Um, knows what he's talking about. And uh, there's also cinematic mode, which, this sounds intriguing to me, and I don't know how to feel, but I kind of like what I'm hearing. So, Mm. in cinematic mode, (coughs) players can just view the PS5 and just, like, all the... UI and all non like non VR stuff and like mm. any content like media content and stuff just on a virtual like cinema screen it says uh, content is cinematic mode to be displayed in 1080 HDR with 24 to 60 hertz and up to 120 hertz frame rate. So if you're just could playing you watch any of or- heat,
1: watch heat oh. and be in the middle of the gunfight. Uh, yeah, or running around
0: RoboCop, <coughs> you know, oh, and you could pretend yeah. to sort of be RoboCop. Although, yeah, it's a bit weird because it sort of says it. it it makes it feel like you're looking at a big cinema screen so I don't know what I don't know I don't know how that might be really weird do you have to like
1: look at the back of people's heads yeah (laughs) And they pipe in like rustling popcorn sounds.
0: Yeah, just like irritating. Like, like Imagine yeah. if they piped in like really bad <coughs> cinema goers. Yeah, yeah. Just like lo- they're just coughing everywhere and like nudging you on the shoulder or something. Yeah. Or yeah. a guy falls oh. asleep and starts snoring. You know? Oh,
1: don't, don't. You give uh, me. Uh, yeah, yeah. flashback. Mind you, I
0: fell asleep when we last went, didn't I?
1: You did, yeah, but I, I think that was entirely forgivable yeah. <laughs> given the quality of the film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I and looked I over, I was
1: like, yeah, figures. <laughs>
0: And I hopefully didn't snore, or if no, I did, it was drowned out by any screaming Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, faces. yeah. You
1: did oh. miss the the bit where the guy got picked off by the Carnotaurus, though. So I mean, I really, I saw that you must on Twitter. be about that. Well, I
0: saw someone had done a little mini video of him oh. when he's just going away on his scooter, and I was it's like, good, brilliant. It? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? I, I feel am like No annoyed- really noticed that because I am gonna laugh. You were laughing loads. I am yeah. annoyed I missed that in the cinema. I'll be honest, I am. Yeah. it was brilliant you can snooze for the first hour watch that clip and then go back to sleep for um, what was it was it Dominion Jurassic Park Dominion Jurassic World World Dominion
1: Dominion. yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, forget it we've made our feelings about that film uh, well known
0: Mm. I'm going to see if I can summon uh, Matt is on holiday so I'm going to see if I can summon uh, producer Dan to the quiz fray so, Wonderful, yeah. <clears throat> uh, and I'm just
1: going to can... go and cough and splutter. Yeah, you my go face and off. cough
0: your lungs up, and then we'll see if we can go, get get onto the quiz.
1: You are back once again as the Doomslayer. Yeah, he's got redesigned armor. Yeah, still green. So you've got your arm blade, get stabby You've got, like, your rocket launcher, I like it And um, got a flamethrower cannon thing <laughs> You've got your super shotguns meet up. Yeah, you've got your blood punch It's just like a big swing punch Then you've got the, oh, 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 oh. spout armor Spout health, spout armor, spout ammo Is it
0: hell? Killing demons Is it heaven? Damage? Demons Horrible demons, dooms It's that time of the week, that time of the podcast, it's time for Boss Fight. Now, we are, we have to, you know, talk about the recent controversy, but we're not joined by uh, Matt from
3: upstairs this week, we're joined by producer Dan, hello. Hello, that's because Matt quit, right, because he couldn't deal with the fact that you're going to take a point away from him. Couldn't take the heat. Mind you...
0: There's been some developments um, that the, the fans have emailed in about, and I actually think that I'm, you know, basically
3: in the clear. Um, oh. Because that's, we, we've... Mm. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You're forgetting that I actually read these emails as well. Mm. And you are definitely not in the clear. No? Everyone blames you. It's like, oh, it's Josh's oh, fault. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not in the... <laughs> Yeah, people do. No, yeah, I should
0: say, not in the clear in terms of uh, if there's a if there's a cock up, then it's absolutely my error. But uh, from what from what some people are saying, uh, there's not been a cock up because we've had a uh, sort of Vampire the Masquerade fan email in saying uh, arguing that it absolutely is uh, one of the things in boss fight. and that sort of brings brings me great relief. It rests on the verdict of uh, Jack, who we emailed in last week. Now I don't know whether to go into it now or <clears throat> to wait until next week, because obviously whenever producer Dan comes on, you guys have your own tally. So I don't want to I don't want to mess up your guys' thing with the controversy of the regular quiz. So maybe we'll leave sure. that, and I'll read those out next week or something.
3: Such a tease.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Blurdy people can look people can look forward to that. But I'm I'm quietly oh, confident. I'm quite that, if, be
1: They'll be champing at the bit for that. Yeah, I I think so. Mm. I think
0: so. Um, but okay, here goes. So I you have to guess the business, the organization, the setup, the structure, the foundation, the institution, the group, the hierarchy, or the team uh, from a game. Boss fight. Of my choosing. It's boss fight. It works out mm. very nicely indeed. I give you the clues, you say stop, I say your name, you guess what it is, and you go down in history. Clue okay. number one. <laughs> <clears throat> I was established in great secrecy to deal with mm. threats around the globe. Oh. hmm mm-hmm, Interesting. Clue number two. I have numerous members stationed in many countries, and all of them working in different industries, but they're all trained in the highest le- to the highest level in how to kill. Oh, right, okay. Mm.
1: Hmm. No
0: idea. Clue number three. The biggest threat to my operational security is in fact one of my own
3: members. <gasps> Stop. <clears throat> Dan Webb. Is it the ICA from Hitman? Incorrect. I think we've had the ICA before, but i was but say, have yeah. to consult the thing.
0: Alright, alright. Alright, so on the remember. movie. Next clue. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're not to know that. <laughs> Next clue. Uh, no, he should know because he's producing them.
3: Oh, yeah, he doesn't, but you know, you know. <laughs> no some, s- sometimes I scan through it. Like, Shameful. When you start Same. waffling on about like, rules and regulations, I'm like, yeah. like skip to the end. Yeah, right. glaze is over. <laughs> Next clue. First appearance in
0: any media mm-hmm. was in 1980. Oh, right. bloody hell. God. First appearance in a Hollywood movie Ooh. was 2002. Oh. And my, my first and only appearance in a video game was in 2008. I have no clue what
1: this what? is. What? 2002 movie, 1980 origin. Uh, 2008 game. And extra.
0: only one game <laughs> yeah uh, i should I should also say I'll give you, I'll give you another couple of clues, and then I'll get, put some spice on them, but next clue <clears throat> the game I was in, the only game I was in, uh, was made by the same studio that made the quietly successful Deadpool. Oh, who made that? I there can't was remember who made that There was another game <clears throat> in the works. But it was cancelled, and that game was made by the same studio, or was going to be made by the same studio, that made The Simpsons hit and run. Is that Radical Entertainment? I can't and remember. And the last clue, I also had a TV series uh, named after me in 2019. What Jesus. Did someone Did say sh- stop just then? Nah. no. No. More,
3: bew- more bewilderment. No. <laughs> right,
0: I'm going to go through, and then I'm gonna, I'll give you some extra spice, and then we'll, we'll, go, we'll go to it. Uh, so, first appearance in any media was in 1980. Uh, okay. S- uh, first appearance in a Hollywood movie was in 2002. First and only, as it happens, appearance in a video game was 2008. I was established in great secrecy to deal with threats around the globe. S- stop. And uh, Dan Webb.
3: Oh, is it the fuck? I'm going to get this wrong. <laughs> is it the uh, Autocons or the Autobots from Transformers? Right? Incorrect. Because that's Rich. I'm going to give you some clues now. Because it was High Moon that did Deadpool, right? I don't. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, that's a
1: really good shout. But there've been there've been two of those Transformers games. Oh from shit! Because Platinum
3: did one as well, didn't they?
1: And Platinum did one. Yeah, so High Moon did two, Platinum did one. That, yeah, there's a bunch, so
3: I'm trying to think. Stop. Hmm. Dan Webb. Is it the Decepticons? That's not oh. the
0: format of the quiz. Uh, From Transformers. Oh,
3: yeah. Incorrect. I just mm. thought there might be a... Because mm. they might not have been in one of the games. That's what I was thinking. Oh, es- in, established some... in great
1: secrecy, though.
3: I was That's established me.
0: in great secrecy to deal with threats around the globe and one character describes me as being black on black.
1: Black on black?
0: I have black numerous members black. stationed in many countries, all of them working in different industries, but all trained to the highest possible level in how to kill.
3: Uh, oh, a you clue. fucking... I know it. The I film... Got... I don't know the um, <clears throat> I don't know the organization though.
0: The film I was in changed Hollywood action movies in the
3: new millennium. Rich, I'm going to give it you cuz oh, I'm not going to get the I'll guess on. the organization but it'll give you the It's um, the Matrix. Stop. No, it can't be the Matrix. Not 1980. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. The I don't know the name of the um, change the it's basically the, the Bourne game isn't it that they made High Moon Rod, Robert Ludlum's The Bourne Conspiracy and it's like I don't know is it oh, oh. is it Yeah, I, know whatever, what it is. But I won't get it Rich will get it there you go then. I know what it is
1: yeah alright stop Rich Walker is it Treadstone from The Bourne that's Conspiracy it. that's
3: it
0: and this week's winner oh. is Rich Walker yes Bloody Pounce. Hell. Dan Webb on the game. <clears throat> on Thank the game. you, Dan. Dan really helped
3: me with that. What do you mean <laughs> yeah. really helped you? You'd never have got it without me. You have a treadstone. Yeah, yeah, to be that, fair. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of because I was like, it was in the first film, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was, I forgot it was, about that TV series. That, yeah. that wasn't around for long, was it?
0: First appearance in Eddie Media was in 1980. The book, The Born Identity. First appearance in a Hollywood movie was in 2002. Though shout out to the straight-to-television film of 1988, which everyone forgets. First really? and only appearance in on a video game was in 2008, uh, The Born Conspiracy. I would also have accepted Robert Ludlum's The Born Conspiracy. Well done, Dan, for getting the full title. I was established in great secrecy to deal with threats around the globe and one character... Uh, Ward Abbott as played by Brian Cox describes me as being black on black Uh, I have numerous members stationed in many countries all of them train out a kilt the film I was in changed Hollywood action movies in the new millennium quietly obviously if you think about things like Casino Royale Handycam the Paul Greengrass choppy editing effect it's easy to forget that but Mm -hmm. it really did didn't it quietly sort of changed everything Mm. i mean bond especially uh the biggest threat to my operational security is in fact one of my own members jason Bourne. uh the game i was in uh, was made by the same studio that made deadpool dan's absolutely right it's high moon also who made dark watch on the ps2 a little favorite of mine and the sequel Mm. which was just going to be called treadstone but which was canceled in 2008 was from radical people that did hit and run and yes Uh. there was an absolutely awful amazon tv series in 2019 (laughs) <laughs> Tristone, but
1: yes. That's why it sank without trace then, because it Indeed. was awful.
0: exactly.
3: Um, was, uh, so rich, I've literally just looked up as well, because I was curious yeah. about the Transformers thing. Um, High Moon did three Transformers games on did their they own. really? Yeah. What's the other one? I only know War for Cybertron and... Um, they, they did the Fall of Fallout Cybertron and Dark of the
1: Moon. Oh, they did a Dark of the Moon game. Yeah. Oh, right,
3: that wasn't as good. <laughs> yeah, I that don't, one wasn't so I, great. I remember them. I don't think I ever played them, but obviously, yeah. Right.
0: Mm. Oh, okay. Well, okay. very well done. Some good uh, teamwork. Although Rich swoops in, it's now one-one in the Rich versus Dan tally. So that's good. Yeah. No controversy yeah. this week. No, uh,
3: no, well, no. I don't know. The controversy is Richer still in my answers. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you weren't
0: going to
1: get
3: it though. So it no, you're, right, it was you're a nice collaborative right. effort It was like and a acknowledge, acknowledge 60-40. Your or yeah, yeah, yeah. A 60-40 effort. Whoa! Settle but down. It was more like an 80-20. Well, if well you, yeah, but you
0: know, you don't have the name of it, and that's that's. Joy. I had
3: the game, yeah. I had the studio, I had the films, <laughs> I had everything, and Rich was just like he had. Well, I tell you what, one word game. It Why is don't we put it game. to the
1: listeners and they can come up with the accurate fractions? And no, because <laughs> they they're not. To they <laughs> they'll side with you, Rich. So they might not. They no, might they won't. They will. You, you got, got to follow the answer. Down. You got the answer. You got mate. more followers on Twitter. You know, you might you might get some support there.
0: Bring his bring his Twitter army down upon you. Exactly. I've got no chance. I might
3: the actual truth is, you got the correct answer and I didn't, so I'm never <laughs> going to win. The yeah, quiz, yeah, it's yeah. a cruel mistress, you know. It is. It like is. It. It it one, anyway,
0: man. thank you very much mm, to uh, producer good. Dan, and it's about that time that we hear from the listeners. Do you remember Bodger and Badger? Sure. Yes. Bodger, Badger, Bodger, Badger, Bodger, Badger, Bodger, Badger. Hello, Mousy. Questions, theories, comments and queries. You send them in and we, uh, we will, well, we'll discuss yeah. them. We'll, we'll Possibly. discuss them. Cheer them uh, over. Yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> this one from... Uh, actually, let me do this one first because this one's from uh, Ross McMahon. Yes. <clears throat> it's an interesting one. Okay. Um, he is talking about soundtracks uh, because of the recent uh, news... Uh, As regards Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah. And he says, after the recent complaints uh, about tracks uh, missing from uh, remasters and remakes, Mm -hmm. uh, do you think that there's any merit in video game uh, rescores, Uh, musically, he says, not reviews? Um, Is it possible for tracks to be replaced and for that to make things better? Which I think is kind of an interesting point.
1: don't. Because generally so. speaking, mm. with a remake or a remaster, there's an element of nostalgia attached to it, and a lot of that nostalgia is linked to the soundtrack. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. it's like it was like with Sonic Origins when they had to remove those mm. tracks, and you know they added new ones. I didn't like them. No. And there were no replacement. There were no substitute for the original it's tracks not what on those know. levels. Mm. No, it's not what I know and love, and <clears> I, <throat> I, you know, and it sort of. And I wouldn't say ruined the game. That sounds a bit melodramatic, but you know, (laughs) but it dampened the experience to some degree. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a shame. I was like, oh, Carnival
0: Zone. This, this ain't the music. It's I totally get that. And I think you're right. I think like it is a nostalgia thing. And I would say, especially with licensed music, and it is a little bit different with a with a like you know an original score, but certainly with licensed music, I think that's really tough because licensed music. Because it costs money, um, and in, in in games, it's often um, bought for a particular reason, or, or you know, or for, or for a particular scene. So yep. you know, something like Red Dead Redemption, you get uh, far away by Jose Gonzalez when you cross the border into Mexico. Everyone remembers that moment. It plays as you're going on the horse. All good stuff, right? Um, yeah. Imagine
1: they replace <coughs> that with
0: like I don't know a Cardi B track or something it's like that by Run DMC yeah exactly Um. (laughs) (laughs) yeah just to completely ruin the atmosphere (laughs) yeah I'd like to see it but uh, the Jason
1: Nevin's remix
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's rescored by Zane Lowe do you remember when Zane Lowe uh, rescored the film Drive did you ever see no. that? No. Did he really? Awful. Yeah, there was a there was a there was Why? a showing of Drive and for like live lounge he was like, "Oh, I love Drive so much and I'm going to He gonna got a load fuck of people with the in. Score. I love it so much. I'm going to fuck about with it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was I thought it was really bad and I also thought it was kind of arrogant and yeah. yeah. But look, it can it go low. wrong. did you think? Or, it, was it was low. It was low. It was a low blow. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> but um they burn themselves on the memory like nothing else. And even if it's yeah. not a curated moment, even if it's something like, oh, Hood Took Me Under played while I was driving through, you know, Ganton in San Andreas, or, um, oh, I, you know, I listened to, um, you know, uh, was, uh, Kate Kate Bush in Vice City. It was a particular song that came on. And yeah. it, it's just always a memorable thing. I think you run, a, you, you, you run the risk of that with nostalgic stuff but because licensed music. However, what I will say is that there are, I don't think it's impossible, uh, and one example does leap to to my mind and that would be uh, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess now Twilight Princess is a game that came out uh, on the GameCube and on the Wii Um, Mm -hmm. and one of the sort of things about Twilight Princess was it it had midi music. It still had old school Zelda music, but it had this art style that was really, really epic and which kind of called on Ocarina of Time. And it was, it was kind of like a, you know, we've just done Wind Waker and now we're going to be sort of more um, like, you know, big and, and, you know, recognizably epic in the words of uh, uh, those, the the foolish words of that person a couple of weeks ago, you know? (laughs) So (coughs) one of the thing, one of the complaints was why doesn't it have an orchestral score? Like it's really, weird. You're riding your horse and it's just, you know the the, the thing about the old score, it just feels quite small and it it doesn't really, Mm. you know and of course if you hear Zelda played it by an orchestra, it's absolutely incredible and one of the things that was talked about with Twilight Princess HD was imagine if they rescored it, imagine if they did the same sort of music, but you know proper orchestral treatment So you're Um, thinking that's
1: the exception to the rule, a game that would benefit I think so.
0: I, I think that is that is an instance where, yes, I love the music of of Twilight Princess, but I do think that it would be fantastic uh, if if in the HD one they had you know they had rescored it with a proper orchestra and sort of delivered on that kind of dream of of Twilight Princess. I think that is possibly an example where I'd say you have an opportunity with a rescore to actually make it better. Um, Possibly. That could be mm. a sort of exception that proves the rule, maybe. Um, yeah. <clears throat> anyway. <coughs> yeah. Uh, this one from Michael. Um, he said At one point last week, Josh said, I love violence uh, in a cadence that was quite <laughs> similar to Palpatine. Um, I don't remember you saying that. I don't remember saying it either, but apparently Palpatine he says, when Palpatine says, I love democracy. I appara- love democracy. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> love <laughs> violence. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently I said I love violence in a similar way to that. Um, and he said it was very amusing, so I'm glad. I don't remember it, okay. but I'm glad it was amusing. Well, someone um, should snip it out and make a jingle with it. Get, j- <laughs> get jinglified, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then Michael says, Mortalise secondly... It. Uh, if Konami ever put out a remaster of uh, mm. Metal Gear Solid 5, would they lose music like The Man Who Sold the World, the way that the other well, games lose tracks? Uh, which I is mean, a Typical to- question. Yeah.
1: Two things here. One, th- that's never going to happen. Um, what, the remaster two, of 5? No. Is yeah. it hell? I don't think um, so. And two, uh, no, I don't think they would because, well, one, it's the Ultravox version. So, I don't think it's probably as expensive as the Bowie one.
0: Oh, that's true, actually. Doesn't it also have the Bowie, though, on a collectible tape? Or does it, does um, it only have the. Uh, oh, maybe, uh, maybe. Either way, maybe. let's presume the Lulu one's
1: one. missing. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Lulu's version? <laughs> or the Nirvana Live Lule. version.
0: Yeah, God, yeah. what yeah, if they replaced it with the, like the, N- N- the Nirvana one. That wouldn't work, really, with that game. But. No, it
1: wouldn't. No. See, the thing with the Ultravox one is it's very synthy and yes, dark and. Definitely. You know. Yeah, it kind of works. And with so it that works. Game. Yeah.
0: Um, anyway, he says, "I feel in the case of Metal Gear Solid 5 that that song is so integral to the themes and the plot yeah. of the game that they just would not be able to remaster to remaster the game without it." I mean, yeah, it's interesting because like Metal Gear Solid uh, 5, I think it it might be. I mean, you know, c- Christ, it's a funny question. They're doing <laughs> The Last of Us, so you never really know. Yeah, these but We're days. talking about Konami, though. Konami we
1: are talking about Konami, they have no Konami, interest yeah. in doing any of this sort of thing, do they? Although and it's we a do funny happen to know it's a question about a hypothetical remaster or remake which mm. isn't going to happen and yep. then the hypothetical um, non-inclusion of the <laughs> Non inclusion of a track. It, it's. Yeah. Strange. Yeah.
0: It, there's a lot of hypotheticals going on here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's although we do know that. I can't wrap my head around it. Konami wants Metal Gear. We do know that there's a. there's Well, we don't know, but there's supposedly a Snake Eater thing in the. a remake in the works and possibly a remake of the yeah. first one. But that might be the point, but who knows? i
1: believe it when I see it. I just. I don't. I believe. think we're
0: probably more likely to see that than we are a new Metal Gear game from Konami, but I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, I don't you'd, know. You'd think they'd, they'd be safer just going, well, we can make some money because it'll still be Kojima. It's just a remaster. On the other hand, it's back compat on everything, so it was only PS4, so, you know. Yeah. Not that that stops people. I mean, they brought GTA V to bloody next gen, didn't they? So who knows?
1: They did, but again, it's Rockstar. you know. we're talk- Konami, I feel like, are a, a sort of unique case in this regard.
0: Mm. Yeah, they've Um, only done the HD... What are they, remaster like 2 and 3 for the 360? Silent
1: Hill and Zone of Enders Mm. for PlayStation. Mm. and, And I know they did it for Xbox as well, but weren't they really shoddily done... Oh, they fucked Silent Hill on... Well, no,
0: what it was was, like, yeah, they fucked both of them, really, but unfortunately, there was a patch that fixed a lot of the issues with Silent Hill. It fixed the fog and stuff, but that patch was only released... It was in Japan, and in Japan, the 360 version never released over there, so when you get it on PS3, you can get the patch, which fixes it, but on 360, it's as it was at launch, which is fucked.
1: That's the sort of mad shit I'm talking about. Mm. Like... Why release a patch only in Japan?
0: Well, in that instance and at that time, the Xbox. That's madness. Just, well, it's not really madness when you think about it financially. I mean, there just was no. Well, the, it, it never came out on three sixty in Japan, and the right. studio that did the patch was a Japanese studio. So, but they're the sort of like ninety nine percent of. The, well, a hundred percent of the audience, unless they'd imported an Xbox and imported the Xbox version. I mean, I mean financially, I mean, it does make sense. They. Uh, I own that Xbox that, version. You know, uh, oh, it's, yeah, it's, oh it's, yeah. it's it's fucked. It's totally it? fucked. Oh good, yeah.
1: that's good. I'm glad I bought yeah. that. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. <clears throat> uh let's have a little look and we'll do we'll do one more. hmm Um this one from Michael Vose. Hi Josh and Rich. Uh gonna hey. start with the food chat first. I know you I, I knew you were going to say tackies when you were talking about weird crisps last week. Uh those the tacky I was telling you about the tackies, wasn't I?
1: You was uh,
0: and he says i'm currently obsessed with them too uh, which is nice to hear he says top tip mm. uh, crush them up into a crumb consistency oh. and sprinkle them onto a fajita he says it's amazing and a great way to add extra spice i'm going to bloody do that get my hands on my on a fajita are. i'll That's be crushing very up much sure he knows that is my wheelhouse that crushing yeah, things up yeah, yeah, and putting yeah. them on other things is brilliant um, and he says i'm also sure Uh, I remember that Mountain Dew was about years and years ago, uh, but as, like, a normal drink. And he says, like, now they've brought it back as an energy drink, and it's completely different. But I'm not sure about that, so any confirmation would be nice. I'll give you the confirmation. Um, You're not quite right. There is a Mountain Dew energy drink. It's a bit like me with boost bars. There is a Mountain Dew energy drink variant. However, normal (coughs) Mountain Dew is about now and was about then. But yeah, there is there is like an energy drink one. But you can still get normal mounted juice. I wouldn't because it's yeah. not nice, but you, you it's a
1: sort it. of drink like Lilt that you only see in certain places.
0: Yeah. Yes. Lilt yeah. has become quite scarce. Yeah, yes, true actually. Yeah. That is bang on. And there's it's one the in a totally go- tropical taste. It's totally tropical. And I yeah. saw I saw one in my local off like my brilliant local off license. Right. Um, yeah. And I thought, Oh Christ, it's a Lilt. You know, you don't see them <laughs> every day um and then michael vose uh, then goes on to say uh, on game chat he says i've been really happy hearing you chat in recent pods about how great the original tomb raiders were he says Mm -hmm. they were they were the first proper games i ever played on the family pc he says the mental thing was that i played them with my dad and we shared the keyboard to do it he said i did the action buttons like control alt shift and the space bar and he controlled her with the arrow keys Uh, He says this caused a lot of fights about whose fault it was when she fell to her her death. This is brilliant. It's a fun way to play it, though. It's good, isn't it? Like, I'll do the movement, you do everything else. Mm. Uh, replaying them now, I have no idea how we managed to complete all three uh, Tomb Raider games in this strange manner. Oh, He um, says, I'm glad yeah. that we did so, as my dad isn't a gamer at all, and so it's a really nice memory of something we did together. Have you both cool. ever completed a game in an unusual <coughs> fashion? He says, I love watching people using dance mats to complete games on YouTube. It's hilariously absurd. Keep up the great pods, uh, Mike V. Um... No,
1: I haven't really completed any games in the way. Co-op is
0: about as bonkers as I go. Yeah, um,
1: I I finished Streets of Rage one Christmas with my uncle. And ooh, he's not na- nice. he's not a gamer at all. That's but really, it was really just nice. one of those nice things where I was spending time at my auntie and uncle's and my uncle's <laughs> like, "Let's play Streets of Rage." And we we finished it together. Oh, that's yeah. nice. I like mm.
0: that. I like that. I told you about my friend who uh he and his wife played uh Firewatch and yeah. <clears throat> um He controlled uh, Henry, is it, I think, in Firewatch. He controlled Henry, um, but his wife we like like loved watching him play, and so if you went onto the fire like panics website, you yeah, could print print off a really beautiful like high resolution <coughs> one one scale map of the Wyoming wilderness in the game. Oh. So she like printed that off and then did like had a little compass and stuff. So she was like his navigator, and she that's was like cool. dra- drawing over the maps. I just thought that was really cute. I was yeah, like, that's, that's, that's really good. It's funny because it's just actually helpful for the person playing the game, and it's like a really nice yeah. little bit of teamwork, really. Well, um, i suppose
1: me and elise got into overcooked a lot although that event in that in, in that resulted of in you, a lot of well. shouting yeah yeah, yeah i yeah. shouted a lot Wait, i don't you feel went, good about that
0: you went a bit gordon Ramsay, a bit kitchen nightmares i did yeah yeah
1: yeah I, and, and now she doesn't like playing it with
0: me anymore.
2: <laughs> <No>, you got <laughs> yeah. too aggressive
0: yeah brilliant and, oh, but you guys man. did this intense oh yeah no 100 yeah i understand yeah. and you also played um was it, it takes two didn't you
1: yeah, although she sort of freaked out at one moment in that, oh God. and refused right. to play the rest of me, so I had to rope in a friend to finish the game, because <laughs> she was <laughs> like, I can't do anymore, I can't do it, I just can't. Oh, blimey, like, but, all right. but we've cut all this way, no, <laughs> I'm done,
0: that's it. She just sort of flipped. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so, yeah, don't really do the weird, I've done some co-op stuff, uh, mm-hmm. that's about it really. Yeah. Anyway. That'll just
1: no shot busters.
0: Uh, not this God. week we'll have, to, we'll have to save them for next week we we got some but uh, you know we've got to, got to wrap it up you've got to be happy with uh, Michael Vose's tacky tips I'm not Top angry I'm just tips. disappointed <laughs> well you did win the quiz though so that's you know one all yeah, between that's, you that's and something. It's doesn't count
1: a- towards my Matt tally though
0: no no more on that next week on the controversy <sighs> uh, stay off Snapchat stay off Instagram get yourself on Twitter at w 2 at Wise. So mm-hmm. head on over to videogamer.com for your gaming needs thank you to Andy B Adam Cook and Colin Ahern for the musical stings yep. uh, for the memories for the good times sure uh, I said our Twitter I said everything else uh, I think that's about all of it isn't it I
1: think you've done your admin for this week
0: yeah. it's about everything it's all good, good stuff good admin excellent good work mm. everyone uh, we <laughs> will talk to you again next week goodbye from me goodbye and goodbye from Rich bye